Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash rolltogetherrpg slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Welcome, peasants. My name is The Fae, and you are watching Talking is a Free Action. I represent, as I'm sure you know by now, the Question Masters. As you know, we are the multiverse's omniscient higher beings. And in today's quest for knowledge, please join me in welcoming the Hand of St. Horniston, although I believe colloquially known as Handy. Uh, I wouldn't say uh, handy. I wouldn't say I, I, I'm known as anything. Um, but it's what my friends tend to call me. Yes. Um, your 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 name is anything beyond some vagary. You... The Fay. The Fay, not like Fayona or. I mean, Your Majesty will Captain. do if you want to ring the changes. If 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 that's what you'd like, I'm I'm more than happy to oblige. Lovely place you've got here. Thank namely, you. Yeah, the decor is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Mm, what particularly yeah. do you like about it? Um, I, I kind of like how spacious it is. Mm. Um, there's a lot of uh, potential, um, and I think that's a reflection of uh, yourself, who I don't entirely know, but, you know. That yeah. was remarkable. You used many words to say absolutely nothing at all. This is going to be a very enjoyable time. So, we are just going to chat and maybe explore a few miserable, terrifying, horrifying dungeons. Um, and you can tell me all about the material plane and yourself. And also, I have reason to believe that this handy is linked to a higher being known as Sam, um, in a different plane, the real world. And so I'm hoping that maybe we can break through Handy through our lovely fun dungeons and maybe extract some information from this Sam as well. I, uh, I, I can't say I know him, but um, I'm more than happy to help uh, oblige with uh, whatever uh, your plans may be, uh, as long as they are. Uh, this Sam isn't going to get hurt in the process. Unless he deserves it, in which case, go for it. Previous visitors have been rather charming. You might be a disappointment. Never mind. Before we begin your trials, I have been provided with some important people to thank. It turns out we've been generously sponsored for some reason by the entities known as Hero Forge, Ultra Pro, Alchemy RPG, and Phoenix Dice, and supported by Idol Champions Neverwinter, D&D Beyond, and Elderwood Academy. And we have a particular place in the voids where our hearts would be, for our audience members known as the D20 Club. If you want to be wise and stay on my good side, you can join them by supporting us on Patreon. 
If you can't join us in my Villa of Veracity live and see its potential for yourself, you can always listen on your favourite podcasting app by searching for Roll Together RPG. And if you wanted to engage with us in a digital social fashion and make a fey bargain or two, our influence has spread to various social media locations under the same tag, Roll Together RPG. Now, St. Honiston's hand, you seem to have brought a, a, a noble steed with you. Yes, um, not not entirely sure what he is. Um, I've I've been trying to understand that. I've I've heard he might be a dog, but as far as I'm aware, I've never met someone who knows one within the Forgotten Realm. So, uh, yeah, you know, he, he just hangs about sometimes. Um, helps me do my duties. Um, makes a mess and requires cleaning up after, but charming nonetheless. Fascinating. I don't clean. You will clean up any mess you or your companion make. And maybe we can solve the problem of if this dog does in fact exist in the Forgotten Realms. Uh, well, it over, would be helpful. Over the next 56 minutes or so, you shall traverse the temple. Behind each door is a challenge to overcome. And remember, if you find yourself slightly overwhelmed by the challenges, then talking is a free action. At any point, if you decide you can't possibly bear to deal with the encounter, you can always opt to answer my question. And if I don't really want to hear from you, maybe we can break through and talk to this Sam. And if I just get bored of your challenges, we might just do that anyway. But don't worry too much. I would wreak too much havoc if you stayed here for too long. So you will be deposited back exactly where you came from at the end of an hour. Do you have anything you'd like to say before we begin? Any last words? Regret? Just say it, it, it's a delight to be brought here. Uh, and I, I regret nothing that's happened in my life. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably just better to get on with it rather than, than talking. Um, in case I say something I regret. Okay, I'll remind you the name of this entire encounter is Talking is a Free Action, so don't not talk too much. I get lonely. I'm sure I can do words if needs be, but I just, you know, I have a tendency to overshare um, about things that that maybe shouldn't be shared, uh, especially with those I don't know and who refuse to give me their names. I gave you my name. It's the thing. Okay, cool. Are you not satisfied with that answer? I'd like to get to know you in more depth, really, if that's a possibility. It's not. Okay. <laughs> we'll work with it. My uh, my colleagues uh, let slip all sorts of pitiful poppity facts about their lives and their loves and their dead puppet wives, and someone has to be professional. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see where we get to by the end of this conversation. Maybe you'll have me back sometime and we can get to know each other better then. Maybe. Um, would you have about your person a uh, contraption called a D20, D100, or would you like me to create one? I, uh, I, I just hold all kinds of trinkets in my pockets. Um, uh, yeah, I, I do appear to have uh, some rocks with numbers on. Uh, this one and that one together, I'm sure we could we could throw the numbers together and see what happens. You are more prepared than your bumbling exterior led me to believe. Uh, you know, always, always here to charm and help. Hmm. Go on then. I'm bored. Um, is that 78? 78? Hmm. Oh, good. 
Um, you, are you ready? Uh, as I ever will be. Excellent. Um, you turn and you see to your left a rather, well, pathetic looking door, really. It's hanging slightly off its hinges. It looks like it once was loved. You know, there are flowers growing up the side, but they're dead. The brightly coloured paint is faded and peeling off. And there is a welcome mat outside, but that is scuffed and muddy. Would you like to go in? Yep, I'll, uh, I'll just leave my boots off on the way in, though. Um, is there uh, anyone here? Will. Well, as you walk into the room, you see a shadowy figure with a glove puppet that starts to spring up and welcome you joyfully and then notices your feet, stares at them, and then just starts laughing. Um, do you have, have a name? <laughs> they are the most disgusting feet I have ever seen in my life. So, um, it's what old age does to you. Um, I'm sure one day you'll have to deal with uh, the perils of ingrown toenails and varicose veins yourself. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> until then, um, I'll take it as a compliment that at least you've seen them. Um, this um, figure who strangely reminds you of the Fae, despite the fact they're nothing at all alike, um, turns to his glove puppet and just starts emitting the most vile and vicious stream of insults you have ever heard, all aimed at your feet, your toenails, the socks with holes in, and then when they have been dissected verbally in full, just starting to generally attack your person. Um, what would you like to do before they make you cry? Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to give them a hug, put my shield down, give them a hug, and just, it, it's okay. I'm here. Did someone hurt you? If so, is there any way that I can help enact justice in this situation? Um, let's see. Gosh, the figure flinches away from you and then relaxes into the hug, bursts into tears, and says, "Oh, it's it's just it's just so difficult. I had a a wife and she died, and then my husband died, and then I had a I had a small child who was lost to me forever, and then I was a small child and abandoned by my parents, and then I was I thought everything was just normal and I was quite happy, and then as I just carried on through an adventure, it turned out I was deeply twisted and troubled in really quite traumatically sympathetic, upsetting ways, and no one's just asked me how I'm doing in a long time." It's for, I people are busy and, and they, they tend to focus on themselves. Um, I spent a long time focusing on myself. Now I'm trying to focus more on other people. I've, I've met some nice people recently, many of whom have just as many issues as you. And just sometimes you need a hug, don't you? You just need a moment to realise that someone's there for you and, and that you're farting all over someone and it really smells quite bad i apologize i'm slightly distracted <laughs> um and it it just i think that you should go down there sorry sorry momentarily distracted <laughs> oh, <wing. laughs> um i just i'm here for you okay 
Uh, and if there's anything I can do to enact justice, whether that involves the, the death of another party or building a, a, a structure for your community, um, I'm more than happy to help. Oh. No, 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 because if you, if you fixed things, then I wouldn't be poverty anymore. I'd just be happy, and that is against my contractual obligations. So maybe you should just go away and be grateful it was me, because if you try to hug any of my colleagues, then you'd be dead now. Okay, well, it was a delight to meet you. Um, name? Mm. No. Okay, well, I'm I'm the hand. Friends call me Handy. Pleasure to meet you, and I'll I'll be taking my shoes with me. Fantastic. You grab your shoes, and you see in the door, in the wall ahead of you, a new door shimmer into being. Would you like to roll me a d100? More than anything. Correct answer. That is a 44. A 44? Knock down the door. In your best BBC presenter's voice. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never heard of the BBC, to be honest. Uh, although I, I do feel there's another voice in my head beginning to to, to speak to me, but that uh, it comes and goes. Right. Um, this door is very different from the previous one. It is made of purple swirling pulsating light that shimmers as you reach out a hand to it do you go through um of course but with trepidation good you reach out your hand to touch the door and as soon as you make contact you are sucked through um you think to start with that you must have shut your eyes but you haven't the room is just pitch dark um surely filled with traps and monsters and nightmares to make you rue the day you were born. The room is silent. Um, and just as maybe you start to wonder if your eyes are shut after all, because it is unremittingly dark, a light pops up in the middle of the room, casting some shadows around so you can just about see the four walls. Um, this light is small, about the size of a coin, and seems to be resting on a podium. What would you like to do? Hello? Um, anyone here? Georgie? Georgie's dad, who may or may not have been killed by me. Georgie's <laughs> mum, who wasn't killed by me because she's still around. Uh, Pip? Um... St. Horniston. Dinneran. Here. Um. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go and have a look at the light, as long as you don't mind. Um. I, I won't touch it, unless, unless you want me to, in which case, please let me know. I will just look from a close distance. How close? Uh, a couple of feet. As you approach the light on the little podium, you see it is, in fact, a big red button. Well, this is very exciting. Does it look valuable? Um, no, it looks like a button. <laughs> it looks like a button that should surely have a sign on that says, push me. 
And it is um, the only thing at all in the room that's not just a wall. No doors, no windows, nothing else. I'd just like to say, I don't entirely know what this is, but I do feel a compulsion to touch it, if that's okay, with everyone else in the room who may or may not be here. Do you push the button? Of course. Oh, good. Um, a timer suddenly starts. The walls are lit up by um, numbers dancing across the walls, starting with 20, 19, 18. What do you do? Well, this is peculiar. Um, going to be honest, I don't know what these are um mage come out 17 16 mage 15 um Faye are you there 14 13 uh just gonna press it again if that's okay oh, if you press it again 20 19. I, I don't know what this is. I don't understand. I'm starting to get stressed. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Um, oh, my back. There's a, I can't go on. There's a twinge in my back. Um, <laughs> 17. Help. <laughs> 15. Oh, Remember, no. talking is a free action. Ah. Help me, I'm talking. It's a reaction. <laughs> um, you hear a sardonic laugh, much less joyful than mine. Pure dripping sarcasm and derision. And suddenly um, you blink and you are in an entirely different space. This feels um, much more like the actual phase home rather than a series of dungeons set up to torment you there it is outdoors there are gnarly curling trees and beautiful but slightly eerie looking flowers they look lovely and then you get closer to realize they have teeth where they should not be teeth and you know similar kind of vibe anyway the fae is standing there laughing at you oh did that not go quite to plan to be honest, not entirely sure what the plan was, uh, but you know, I pressed a button and something happened that I didn't fully understand. Uh, and now I'm here because I wanted to talk to you and get to know you some more and maybe find out your name. Well, the first dungeon you went into was just so easy. I thought I'd give you a bit of a challenge for the second one. Okay. But you seem to be under a misapprehension. Now you don't get information from me. You impart information and maybe I will show you how to solve the dungeon or just save you from it completely. My understanding was that talking and conversation is a transactional process between two people where maybe they ask each other questions and get to know each other better and they don't kill each other. Maybe where you come from. However, you are proving a little aggressively cheerful. I would like to talk to the um, entity known as Sam. I'd love to help, but I'm not entirely sure how that works. 
um, the Faye cocks an eyebrow, eyebrow and just flicks a lazy finger at you. And it's Sam! Hi, Sam! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Fancy seeing you here, a person who I, I definitely don't know and have never seen before but looks faintly like Rebecca Hare. It's really good to see you, Sam! How are you? I, I've never been better. I love spending time in the woods with supernatural beings who probably want to kill me. Um, very well. I am having great fun taking, you know, a person and performer that I respect and like a lot and making Congrats. him sweat. It's great. <laughs> well, you know, you know, mistakes were made, weren't they? Maybe, maybe he never should have agreed to be here, but alas, it's contractually obliged oh, to be. No. So there we go. <laughs> oh, we can stop if you're not having fun. We can't. Oh, I don't know. I think I just sold you wrong. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I will roll the dice and ask you some questions because otherwise we could just talk forever but I am not my colleagues and we have a schedule and we will stick to it. Um, so. Yes. Um, ooh. Um, I always really like this question which is you must kill off one of your living D&D characters who and how? Uh, okay. Uh, I would probably... Living. Do they have to be active? Because there may be some who've retired from adventuring and death would just cap off their miserable life stories. Um, I mean, pick any. And if I think it's a cop-out of an answer, I'll make you pick again. Okay. Uh, I'd go for, for my, my favourite character, Dr. Bleff, who sadly will probably die in uh, a, a shootout resulting from a very high-profile tax evasion case. Uh, the, the gift would finally find him running his, his uh, emporium in the middle of the Feywild, where he's been selling uh, pseudoscientific solutions to all of the Forgotten Realms' worst maladies. Mm-hmm. Um, pseudoscientific, the pseudo is doing actually more heavy lifting than usual there. It's it's just bog water, uh, coloured with with lots of different flavourings. Um, and, and sadly, he didn't realise that he needed to fill in his tax returns. Um, and alas, here we are with a dead grung um, who probably should have just gone back to his family and resolved his his deep-seated issues with his wife and her new lover. <laughs> Simple. For the uninitiated, yeah, why is Dr. Bleff your favourite character and where where could people find them? <laughs> um, they, they could find him in Ass. Sorry, uh, uh, Anarchy in the Astral Sea. Not a Shadowfell um, Symphony. <laughs> not a Shadowfell <laughs> Symphony. <laughs> Two kinds of asses there. Um, you both were of which in were both of them. Yes, I, I'm starting to think that there might be some kind of correlation going mm. on there. But um, why was he my favourite? Because he was just balmy in the the worst possible way. He had... Basically, I ended up with, with charisma as a dump stat, and I thought, how am I going to play this? And there's, there's normally two ways. It's either that someone is deeply uncharismatic and they're just not very good at anything, or they are so uncharismatic that they believe that they are a people person and a people pleaser and everything goes wrong as a result of that. And that's how he ended up being. And it was horrific for everyone involved in the campaign because there's always a mouth, but Dr. Bleff shouldn't have been, but he believed that he was. (laughs) Um, He also just has the most 
tragic story which was not written up as backstory and just accidentally happened as a result of yes anding a few too many times what so. we've never done that before we've never. never done that have we <laughs> a tragic tragic story makes you happy to play yes anding uh yes and <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I I think it it was so ridiculously miserable that it was almost joyous. Uh, it, it was it was probably the only occasion I'll have where I almost outpathosed the the puppet master himself, uh, Tom. Ha, ha, um, what? Oh, uh, the, the, uh, yes. Uh, which happened in a way that wasn't even that sad so it, it was it was just strange. But I think at some point he deserves to die, and whether that happens off screen or on screen. I'm sure will be elaborated at some point in time. Um, originally, I was going to say Reggie Peggio, but I think he's finally happy, and therefore he he's deserves really a happy. brief moment in the sun. Is he still <laughs> with Hanley? A long time, long time lover and lover's uh, skeleton collection <laughs> isn't named after his long time lover's mother. Um, well, you know. Yeah, does Reggie ever wonder that he's just a new addition to Heimlich's skeleton collection? I don't think he'd mind. I, th I think he'd be genuinely happy either way um, because he's finally got someone to share a moment with and make some music with and, and that's what life's about, isn't it? So Dr. Bleff murdered for tax evasion. How specifically, though, would you like him to meet his grisly, pathos-filled end? Um, I'd like him to be bludgeoned to death with the the butt of a blunderbuss by uh, the left lieutenant, a, a very famous uh, gif uh, who appears in Anakin in the Astral Sea uh, and, and was not a friend of uh, one Dr. Blef Amorensis. Um, I, I think it, it would be bleak. I think there's no there's no humour in his death um, beyond... Just alliterative bludgeoning with no humour. <laughs> Yes, no humour. It's it's dark. It's it's very sad to watch. The end of someone who could have achieved so much and helped so many lives, but nonetheless chose to sell questionable financial products. Are there any, you know, stirring last words, final defiant retorts, last stands of dignity and bravery, or is it all a bit pathetic? <laughs> no, but it's it's very pathetic. No, and it is very pathetic. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Yeah, um, it, because because there's 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 nothing there. It's, it's it's he's a he's a frog who had a chance for a clean start and is throwing it away uh, because he loves that sweet sweet money and still has to make his alimony payments. That is really sad. Yeah, yeah just you didn't, kind didn't of expect that, did you? It's sad in just a grey way. <laughs> oh dear. Um, oh, let's just uh, go home and be sad. Um, so you wouldn't pick St. Horniston's hand. Does this mean you're hoping he survives the finale of Call of the Void and um, uh, I, I'm, lives I'm, on? I'm hoping he, he survives the, the finale whenever that may be recorded, whether that's in the past, the future or the present. Definitely not that we know the answer to this. Surely, surely we, we not. Nev we never know the answer to this, do we, buddy? No, we don't. We don't. Oh, thank, thank you. Um, <laughs> you that's farty now. No, no, because uh, I, I, th I think St. Horniston, I think he's reaching the end of his adventure, whatever that may be. Um, uh, but I, I feel like Blef could have done so much more, and, and that's why I think he deserves to die, because he's squandered those opportunities, much like his father, Samuel. Um, <laughs> isn't that right? Yay. Yes, it is. While we're talking to Sam, um, would you like to introduce everyone who I'm sure just wants to know, who who is your noble steed? <laughs> 
My noble steed is is dog to stitch, um, because everyone has to have a PhD to go to my wife's workplace. So there we go. Um, Does this mean you're not yeah, allowed in your wife's workplace, but your dog is? Or do you also uh, have a PhD? <laughs> Uh, yes, I am not allowed in my wife's workplace, and even if I had a PhD, I wouldn't be either, would I? No, because you want to spend time with mummy and not with daddy. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, how how old is your puppy? Is it, or is it all going well? Because we know he's, that he's, you know, we know that our dice heads love to roll together dogs more than they love they any do, of us. And I fought very hard to give you a. a, a sensible roll together name but alas mummy would not allow um so he's very well he's 12 weeks old uh which in uh, people years is is 12 weeks old um and <laughs> he is is great except when he wheezes on the floor which he's very very happy to do aren't you as soon as you turn your back on you you like wing on the floor and you like eating leaves and you like tearing up the carpet and then sicking it back up on the carpet and eating it again so you can sick it up again he's a Yay! he's a charmer this one yeah should we, should we clap? Oh. Yeah. That's a, sorry, I don't can't count that. That's not gonna work. Um, just because I am very curious, and I hope I'm not the only one. What is a, a sensible roll together puppy name? Uh, we could have called you Poppet, couldn't we? We could have called you uh, Clint. Would be would suit <laughs> you based on your chaotic nature, or we probably just could have followed along with Chris and M's uh, trajectory of, of naming their pets after classes and you could have been called Eric the <laughs> Barbarian <laughs> I do think Poppet is a very good fit after Pickle and Paladin Poppet, Pickle and oh peas I'm assuming that wh whoever gets the next roll together dog a cat child or <laughs> bird will be following along the the, 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 the pea rule of course, because you failed in your task, so it must be someone else. These, th these things happen, don't they? But, you know, Salmon Stitch was a, a stronger brand name, so that's what we've got now, isn't it? Yes, it is, Daddy. Yes, it is. Should we put you back down so you can do farts on the floor? Yeah. But the puppy is what we're here for. Shall we, shall we say goodbye? <laughs> so unhappy. <laughs> so unhappy. Does he just want what to be on your lap the whole time? No, he wants he wants to go out on the landing and do a poo, is what ah. he wants to do. Uh, but alas, we're not allowing that for the next four, 30 minutes. Um, well, that was delightful. And I kind of just want to stay talking to your dog, really. Um, offence intended. Be arranged. But we should maybe go back to St. Horniston's hand. Um, Sam is suddenly in a study with a very cute dog somewhere and Handy is back in his nice forest glade um, having just Hello. a long blink. Um, the Fae is there going, well, that was unusual. Um, I suppose you should continue going through my villa. Um, would you like to know how to solve that one, or shall we just spirit you to? I'd like to know how to read the language on the walls. I have not seen it before. Can you not read? I can read, I just can't read that language, which was not words. Have you never seen 
And it's just just to clarify, unless you had spelt out 20 and 19. <laughs> no, cool. You've never seen uh, no. pictures? Uh, here, I have. Um, if that's what digits is, I have not seen that. If you wanted to hit someone four times, how would you express that? I'd count it in my head loudly. How have you reached the grand age of peculiar? 74. And never seen the written number? Um, because not everyone is good at everything, and, and I... There was no need to write numbers when you can say them. Right. I'm just going to leave that untouched. Um, and I think I need to lie down. So why don't you... And she waves her hand and you find yourself um, in the room with the swirly counting down script <laughs> with an open door in front of you. Would you like to step through it? <laughs> um, does this mean it's it's done? I'm going to be honest, you didn't explain it to me. You There's don't, you door, don't get to know the solution. You have not earned that right. Okay. <laughs> I will be making my leave. <laughs> Would you like to roll me another D100? Always. It is a 70, 87. Ah, oh, an 87. I enjoyed the um, switch from soprano to bass. That was lovely. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, if you ever fancy a sing song, you know where to go. I mean, if you... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop um, eating cardboard. So... As you arrive in this new space, you stumble a little because where was cold, hard floor, there is now a pile of sand. You find yourself in a desert, an open desert landscape with a bright, bright sky and sand dunes for miles around. What would you like to do? I'd like to inspect the sand, please. Um, like broadly look at your surroundings or get down on your hands and knees and pick up some sand? I'd like to pick up a sand. Great, it is sand. Is it coarse? Does it get everywhere? <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is uh, so coarse and where it gets is up to you and your imagination. Okay, uh, that's one for you viewers. Um, okay, uh, can I see anything other than just sand? Um... Do you know, now that you start looking properly, you think you can see, shimmering some way ahead, a figure of some kind. It could just be a mirage, though. Hello! Hello, it's me, the other hand. Um, I don't know your name, but I'm going to come and find out. <laughs> <laughs> As you walk towards it, the figure comes more and more into view. You find it is a stone leonine statue and just tucked right behind it, shimmering in the sky, is the door. How far away from it is the door? Right behind. It no is height. It's oh, um, no, it's, it's resting on the sand, the door. It is as if there was a wall there. Um, 
and the Leonin is the statue is right in front of the door. Okay, this is a delight. I'm I'm beginning to understand the way this works. I go in a room, I find the door, I leave. If I can't find the door, I ask a friend. The friend tells me how to leave, or just leaves me. I'd like to open the door, please. You move towards the door, and the statue instantly puts out a paw on your chest and pushes you back. Well, this is interesting. I would like to walk far away from the statue and out of its reach and walk around the circumference and come to the door from behind, please. Um, Which should make absolute perfect logical sense, but somehow the statue is on this side of the door. Okay. Hello, statue. My name is The Hand. What is your name? Oh... You're finally going to talk to me, are you? I'm sorry I didn't think about doing it sooner. I assumed you were a statue. And the moving didn't give you a hint. I thought someone was doing a magic on you. Well, that's terribly insulting. I'm sorry for being insulting. That was not my intention at any point. Good. Should we try this again? Hello, my name is The Hand. What is your name? I am the Sphinx. Oh, not again. (laughs) You've met one of me before? Um, no. But I did spend several thousand gold pieces in a wager against someone who asked me questions about aid and Sphinx, and uh, I could not get them right. Why would you take such a wager? Because at the time, it seemed like a fun way to make friends. What sort of questions did they ask you? I'm going to be honest, can't quite remember. I'd had a bit too much to drink at the time. Well, this is very different. You won't be asked questions about me. I will ask you just one question. Okie dokie. And if you answer, you can just walk on through this door. Okie dokie. That sounds delightful, you wonderful drongo. Please ask. Are you sure you could just stay here forever? It's a very nice desert. Is it hot? Yes. I think I would like to be back with my friends one day, and accordingly I'm happy to take your question and answer to the best of my ability. And so you accept the ensuing risk that comes with an incorrect answer. What's the risk if I get it wrong? Oh, death. Violent, painful dismemberment. And then being eaten by me. Uh, it wouldn't be as, the first time. As they grin at you, you see that for a statue, their teeth are bloodstained. Okay, let's just get to it, buddy. <clears throat> Um, the statue's tail twitches, and they say, What is always old and sometimes new, never sad, sometimes blue, never empty, sometimes full, never pushes, always pulls. And you repeat the question, please? Oh, that will cost you an arm. No, I jest. What is always old? and sometimes new, never sad, sometimes blue, never empty, 
sometimes full, never pushes, always pulls. My tummy. Is that your final answer? Either that or the void of space, so I'm going to go with the former. Um, are you quite sure? <laughs> I'm going to be honest, the fact that you're trying to dissuade me implies that it is the correct answer. Um, the Sphinx's stony smile grows wider and more wicked, and the tail twitches again as the statue prepares crouches in a preparation for a pounce. Um, I'm glad to see you're stretching out in anticipation of allowing me to open the door. (laughs) (laughs) A chuckle that turns into a growl starts at the back of the statue's throat and they say, oh, I was hungry. I'm glad you're such a buffoon. Well, I'm not hungry because, as you said, my tummy is never empty, but sometimes it's full. Because I always remember to eat three square meals a day, and I'm regretting the path I've gone down at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Is that frantic looking around for looking around for a rescue there? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) What's the magic word? (laughs) (coughs) Help, I want to talk for free, please. (laughs) Um, the fae appears directly in front of the sphinx and taps them on the nose and they um, curl cheerfully and then sink back into immobility Um, oh dear you're not doing very well are you I'm going to be honest at the time I arrived here I was, was lying dead on the floor um, I'm not entirely sure if this is a dream or heaven, um, but I would just like to say this this would not be the way I'd spend my weekend. Interesting. We did have a little bit of um, trouble contacting you to bring you here. So where, what precisely were you doing just before you arrived? Georgie's mum killed me. Well, kind of. Who is Georgie and who is Georgie's mum? Georgie is someone I've known for a few days. Georgie's mum is someone I've had dreams about for months. Um, Georgie also had dreams about his mum. And so I said, maybe I killed her. Perhaps I should escort you to find out whether that's the case. Although at the time I thought it was Georgie's dad and it was highly likely I killed him. I'm hoping I didn't, but these things happen sometimes in my line of work. Um, And um, Georgie's mum tried to kill Georgie. And I said, no. And I almost died. I have many questions. Why is it likely that you killed Georgie's mother and father and that you're not sure? Because I used to kill people for money. <laughs> what made you stop? Um, guilt, mostly. Um, and uh, a more fundamental understanding of the teachings of uh, my god Tia. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to get so close to you there. Um. <laughs> Another inch and you would have lost a finger, but it's all right. Um, why... Why... Um, why his parents in particular? 
uh, it wasn't his parents in particular. It's that I have killed lots of people, and statistically, one of them could have been Georgie's parents. Uh, I was fairly indiscriminate in the way that I enacted justice on behalf of my namesake, St. Orliston. I see. I apologise for oversharing. I, I do appreciate some people don't oh like spending time with people who may or may not have killed lots of people at some point in time, including oh, a thousand horses. That would make me a hypocrite. Oh, good. And only a thousand? What have you been doing? <laughs> uh, horses are not a dime a dozen like they used to be. Hmm, reasonable. The good old days. Um, so Georgie's mum is in fact not dead. Why is she trying to kill her son? Well, no, Georgie's mum is dead now. Huh. But so am I. Right. Well, maybe. I'm not entirely sure how death works. Um, in that I feel kind of dead, but this has happened before and I've I've come back. So, you know, see what happens. Whatever's in Tia's plan, really. Yeah, I mean, if you want to prolong your stay here just to stave off the inevitable, then tough. Um, okay. Ah, uh, you did you did fail to defeat my Sphinx, which I think means I get to see Sam again. Um, I'm, as I said, more than happy to oblige. Not entirely sure how I can help. Uh, <laughs> hello, hello there, friend. How are you? This is getting weirder, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Just a, yeah. just a weeny bit. You know, just a weeny bit. When when we were planning the talking as if reaction as host, and we was going, who would like to interview Sam? I called Dips because of the chaos, but um, yeah, I maybe forgot the sheer amount of chaos you just bring. I, I, I'm starting to think that this this has come up multiple times, and just every other time you've been the only person willing to, uh, and unfortunately busy because this has been going on for a while. This show, um, and and there's someone who hasn't been on it. You know, not to not to say anything, uh, editors or kobolds or uh, Chris, um, but you know. Yes, when I say call dibs, what I mean is everyone else was begging and bribing me to take you so that no one else had to, of course. And you thought, well, you know, it, it, I'm going to do my one bit of charity for the year, uh, end on a high, and we'll go from there. That's it. Um, precisely, exactly that. Um, nothing about that is untrue. Um, yeah, I did first meet you when you were playing Beans... Beans... Beaver? Uh, Clint, Clint. Uh, Eatswood, yeah. who, who recently, you know, not to not to get anyone excited for Christmas one-shots, but may have a sibling that appeared last year that might be appearing in one of this year's one-shots. Tell us more. I don't know. Tell, <laughs> you, tell you more. Well, Clint, uh, as anyone who frequented Oom with Liz last year well no uh, was was found in Oom and being cared for by Granny who of course is Reggie Peggio's favourite um, NPC uh, and Granny had two 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 three beavers uh, Clint uh, Klimped and Flint and Klimped uh, has spent the last few months looking for his his brother who has has gone missing of late um, <clears throat> and is maybe hoping to find them at somewhere faintly wintry but we'll, we'll see what happens there Ooh. in probably a, a week Ooh, this is very Ooh. very exciting the, the clint the, the the rcu the role clint together universe expands daily oh no none of us are safe does clint's sibling have 
the same obsession with beans and the same facility to create them constantly. <laughs> yes and no. Obsession with beans is is with the intention of luring Clint back mm. um, for for Winter Shield because he wants a family get together. Uh, unfortunately, he has no capacity to make beans. Um, sadly, um, Clint Fleetwood uh, is, is is not uh, not as, as capable an adventurer as his brother. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Indeed. And Clint was the epitome of capable. I'm trying to think of a bean-based pun, but sadly, I don't think there are any that work there. Yes, he was. He was. He 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 almost killed a Tarasque. <laughs> there was a Tarasque that. Yeah, I haven't. I'm going to roll a D100 and ask you a question. This what's Please do. <laughs> oh, what is? What does a 56 give us? What do you think? Is it more just uh, questions addressed to the puppy? Um, oh, don't scream, baby. Oh. Um, a more Sam the player rather than about the characters question. How yes. much do you like to bring real world experiences into your games? Well, you know me, which you do. I'm a big fan of beans. Uh, I, I I don't. What I what I normally do is I'll come up with a a wacky concept. What, wacky? Who would have thought? Who, who would have thought? Um. <laughs> And then build off that by providing no details on it to the DM. <laughs> None of this is real world. So, for example, Clint Eastwood. What if we rotate some of the letters around and it's a beaver? Worked very well for me. Um, I think Dr. Bleff was... Likewise, a what if someone in the Forgotten Realms was trying to eat my face? Uh and decided to sell dodgy financial products because surely someone has to. Yeah, of course. Um, he was also based on on the idea of you know the paperclip game, where you have a paperclip and you trade it for something and eventually yes. you get a house. The idea was that he started trading, I think, with grung eggs for lady soup, if if I recall correctly, whatever that means, uh, and, and eventually got a, a spaceship. But <clears throat> I don't really bring any of my real world experiences. But what I do, and I, I want to dissect something important, uh, like the interpretation of faith, um, it doesn't tend to go to plan, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> do you get hijacked by your own silly? I get hijacked by, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have defined a character really well, looked in the mirror for several days before an adventure, and then um, there I am, sitting down, waiting to introduce my character, and suddenly my voice goes, <laughs> okay, here we are. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I don't know why you couldn't sound like that whilst dissecting the nature of faith. It sounds ideal. Maybe maybe we maybe we just need to try again then. Maybe we need to do Call of the Void all over again. <laughs> if you could just restart. Please. Oh, I, we, I know we lost all in. of the episodes in post. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> to upload them to YouTube. Gotta do them again, but Sam plays all the characters. Would you ever... Like, I know Tom got challenged to make a character that was not remotely poppity, and he managed, and it was really uncanny. Would you ever challenge yourself or respond to a challenge, a gauntlet, and try and make a character that is very unwacky? S straight laced. Mm. Um... Uh, Yes, but I don't know if people would enjoy it as much. <laughs> I think that's the sad truth. In the, I, th I think there's a certain flavour that the seasoning that is me brings, <laughs> and, and and it's a it's a it's a 
particular taste that not everyone has. M seems to be very capable of putting up with it. Mm. Chris, Chris tried. <laughs> no, Chris does very well likewise. But it's it's like you 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 bring it in with the intention of solving a problem. Why would you put five spice on a hot dog? If you get what I mean. Um, if that makes, yes, I'd be totally willing to, but it would require a lot of constraint. Would you just need someone sitting next to you with a swatter going, no! No! Have range! Have range! Your parents are dead and you were sad about it! Oh, rather than your parents are dead and you're trying to deal with it with really poor humour. <laughs> yeah. Um, reasonable. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say yes. What I'd like to do is I'd like someone to give Tom the challenge and Tom can come in and give me the challenge. And Tom can be me and I can be Tom for the day and we see how well that goes. Oh, gosh. But you're not opposites because although he is very poppy and you were very wacky, they're all... You know, Dr. Bleff is dying in this really quite mundanely tragic way, and Tom's poppets can get very, very silly. We clearly just I, need a kind of buddy cop campaign of uh, the two of you. Once the uh, Call of the Void has finished, I, I will be more willing to talk about a, a format involving myself and Tom, which might involve, or could involve me being serious uh and, and tom not and we could we could be literally buddy cops but yes i would love this i i would love a, a two-person adventure <laughs> well i have no power to make this happen but it sounds awesome but you're the fae no i'm rebecca she does but she's mean and it would make you happy so she won't speaking of we probably have time for one more speedy dungeon if let's go Great. Um, yep, the Fae flicks again, and you had your long blink, and Hanny, you're back. Um, I keep wanting to say Hansy, and that is something entirely different. This, this happens. Lola, I think, in the episode that was on Tuesday, might have been the week before, it's like, oh, well, Hansy, come on. <laughs> Hansy and Bone Mummy was not great. <laughs> Oh, As I said, you know what you're getting. Mm. Yes. And on that note, um, the Fae pushes um, you out of her um, little oasis of calm and somehow propels you round the immobilised Sphinx and through the door. Mm. Would you like to roll me one last D100? That is a 66. A 66. What if it wasn't, though? Um, uh, okay, that no, it can a... be. Sorry, that wasn't any. That wasn't a reroll. That was just a me filling time. Uh, doo -doo. Though also, it's See, not a sixty-six. It's I, I, I know. I know you have DMing experience, but uh, from sorry, this is me again. From uh, my my experience, what I tend to find works is if something is going to do something you don't want, don't tell anyone. Do something different. Huh. What do you think I've been doing this entire hour? <laughs> The numbers you roll have no correlate. No, I'm kidding. Um, Don't ruin the magic. You fall through this doorway and are falling out of the sky and land with a loud clang on a huge pile of gold, jewels, 
armor and, of course, figurines of adorable power. You stare amazed, having stumbled upon so much wealth and a surprising amount of beans. Before you can rejoice for too long in your good fortune, however, you hear the beating of enormous lizard wings and hear a deafening draconic roar. You're standing on a dragon's hoard, and the dragon is not best pleased. What would you like to do? Hello, I'm I'm Hensy. What is your name? <laughs> I'd be the dragon is still several hundred feet off, but getting closer. Sorry. Hello, I'm Hensy. What's your name? Um, a bolt of lightning comes out of the dragon's mouth and incinerates the figurine of adorable power next to you. It was a mimic. It's now a puddle of melted plastic. Um. Okay. I'm just going to go for a swim down into the money, please. <laughs> Where I'm safe. <laughs> Do you just burrow your way through mounds of beans and gems? Hello, my name is Handy. What is your name? I appreciate you were trying to communicate and I didn't understand your language, which was lightning. <laughs> I am confused. Are you staying to negotiate with the dragon, or are you having a dive and a hide? We're, we're, we're kind of we're burrowing under, but head probably still poking out. Okay, um, the dragon um, roars again, and more lightning this time nicks your ear as it lands very close to your head. How long is the dragon going to take to get here? Oh, how long would you like it to take to get here? Uh, that depends whether I want to keep you to time or not. <laughs> it's gonna be here in ten seconds, Sam. <laughs> I mean, crazy. <laughs> uh, let's just see if there's a portal here. I think if you keep keep diving your way down, because that is magnificent and had not occurred to me at all, if you do just decide to go down, then bizarrely, sure enough, there is a door at the bottom of the pipe. Okay, we're staying at the top. We're going to talk to the dragon. <laughs> the doorway is covered in beads. What do you uh, do? You chose, the wrong you chose the wrong character, Rebecca. Hello, my name is Handy. What is your name? <laughs> um, the dragon is incredibly wrong-footed by your refusal to run, scream, fight, or in any way look intimidated and is going to land um, perched on the Tower of Wealth next to you. Hello, my name is Handy. What is your name? The dragon sizes you up. What weapons do you have on you? I have a very large great shield manufactured by uh, smelting down a number of great axes. Lovely. Um, but you're not wielding it at all. It's on my person. But not brandishing it? Not aggressively. In that case, the dragon will size you up, see that you are a small worm, not worthy of its time, reach out um, a talon and just flick you down the burrowed hole you had made to the door, Sam, that's there. <laughs> well, it was nice knowing you. Have a good time being wealthy. Make sure to use your privilege for the greater good. Through the door. <laughs> you land smack on your back on what the... What did you want from me? 
<laughs> I don't want anything. I just want chaos <laughs> on the marble tiles of the Villa of Veracity's foyer. The Fae is there, and her usual poise is somewhat gone, and she has one hand to her head and is just going, okay, um, you're going now? You're, you're leaving? It was a delight to meet you. If you would like to give me your name, we could stay in touch. Um, uh, if you have any justice-based issues in your life, I would be more than happy to support you through the challenging time and come to a solution with you. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I appear to be losing my voice from the fun I have had today. Right. Um... Why don't you just go back to the material plane and be dead? And if I ever, for some reason, want your company again, I'll just get you. Okay? Well, just know the option's always there. Um, and you're always welcome to come visit me in the material plane. Her front door opened and you are unceremoniously... Um, suggested that this is your time to exit... <laughs> It, it was it was a pleasure knowing you. Um, uh, thank you for your games. They were great. I loved the characters in them. Uh, I've only recently discovered theatre, but that was some of the best I've ever seen. Uh, and um, as Andy wakes up or not, dead or not, we'll find out. Um, we're done. Oh, I'm so confused. Thank you again for joining us for Talking is a Free Action. You will find us here every Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. GMT. And on Mondays and Tuesdays, 6 to 9 p.m. GMT, we stream our D&D games where you can follow the adventures of people just like Handy. At the moment, we have, coming up on Monday and Tuesday, we have the Call of the Void finale where you can find out what happens to Handy. I really hope it's a long and painful and slow death and we have the next of our christmas one shot which might be mine i'm not sure oh dear good luck um all of this streams at twitch.tv forward slash roll together rpg vods are available immediately after the stream to catch up you can find all our content on youtube as well um and you can also find us as a podcast many thanks again to our beautiful d20 club on patreon if you'd like to support us you can do so from as little as one of your local currencies per month thank you also to all our sponsors and supporters um, Sam, thank you so much for bringing your unique brand of delightful chaos. Um, of children's entertainment. Pleasure. <laughs> thank you for having me. It was an absolute joy. I am sorry for the descent into insanity as we proceeded. I, I, uh, I'm I, sorry that Rebecca did that to you as well, viewers. It was really unprofessional of her and I uh, honestly expected more. Can we say goodbye to Dr. Stitch? Of course we can. Come here, stinky bum. He's pretending to sleep. He's pretending to sleep. Uh, it's, it's, it's dog to stitch, but uh, yeah. Oh, dear. Um, yes, um, please do stay classy at the table. Bye. <laughs>